Good morning, friends. Today is Saturday, January 18th, 2020. We are going to, for a season at least, um, really amp up the, the prayer time here at the Daily Office with Jacob. I'm going to be recording both morning and evening prayer every day. So um, I, I'm totally open and welcome to feedback. What I've found is that the saying of the Daily Office um, really roots me in God's love and replenishes me for for what I have to for whatever I may encounter um, through the throughout the day and night and this is a season that you know just when I think like it's as bad as it's it, as it can get it gets worse <laughs> so um, in this time of trial I really feel moved to amp up amp up those anchor increase those anchor points um, so what that's going to look like format-wise is in the morning prayer, we will be reading Psalms, Hebrew Scripture, and New Testament, and then some discussion in prayer. Um, I have a little more limited time this morning. And then in the evening, we will be reading Psalms and the Gospel reading. So we're not going to be doing all of the readings in the morning. So it, it, it might it might feel almost like our daily office reading is split in half for those of you who have been following me for a while and I've been doing all the readings at once. We'll see how that works. Please send me your feedback. Send me a direct message. Send me an email, um, however you're comfortable um, with giving me that feedback. And I can certainly change it if it's not working for you. But I want to try this so that we're anchoring our morning and our evening with the daily office in, in God's love and consolation. And I think that each segment should be a little shorter then, but we'll see because you know how I can tend to run off when I get to discussing my thoughts on the readings. So with that being said, we are um, using Write two from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer in combination with Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach the end of the earth. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore them.
Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before her presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to her with psalms. For she is a great God and a great queen, queen above all gods. In her hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are hers also. The sea is hers, for she made it, and her hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker, for she is our God, and we are the people of her pasture and the sheep of her hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to her voice. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore them. Psalm 66. Make a joyful noise to God, all the earth. Sing the glory of her name. Give to her glorious praise. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Because of your great power, your enemies cringe before you. All the earth worships you. They sing praises to you. Sing praises to your name. Come and see what God has done. She is awesome in her deeds among mortals. She turned the sea into dry land. She passed she turned the sea into dry land. They passed through the river on foot. There we rejoiced in her, who rules by her might forever, whose eyes keep watch on the nations. Let the rebellious not exalt themselves. Bless our God, O peoples. Let the sound of her praise be heard, who has kept us among the living and has not let our feet slip. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. You brought us into the net. You laid burdens on our backs. You let people ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water, yet you have brought us out to a spacious place. I will come into your house with burnt offerings. I will pay you my vows those that my lips uttered and my mouth promised when I was in trouble. I will offer to you burnt offerings of fatlings with the smoke of the sacrifice of rams. I will make an offering of bulls and goats. Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell what she has done for me. I cried aloud to her, and she was extolled with my tongue. If I had cherished iniquity in my heart, God would not have listened. But truly, God has listened. She has given heed to the words of my prayer. Blessed be God, because she has not rejected my prayer or removed her steadfast love from me. Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make her face to shine upon us, that her way may be known upon earth, her saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and, and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere her. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 4 through 11. He said to me, 
mortal, go to the house of Israel and speak my very words to them. For you are not sent to a people of obscure speech and difficult language, but to the house of Israel, not to many people of obscure speech and difficult language whose words you cannot understand. Surely, if I sent you to them, they would listen to you. But the house of Israel will not listen to you, for they are not willing to listen to me, because all the house of Israel have a hard forehead and a stubborn heart. See, I have made your face hard against their faces, and your forehead hard against their foreheads. Like the hardest stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not fear them, or be dismayed at their looks for they are a rebellious house. He said to me, she said to me, mortal, all my words that I shall speak to you, receive in your heart and hear with your ears. Then go to the exiles, to your people, and speak to them. Say to them, thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or refuse to hear. Then the Spirit lifted me up. Sorry, I read on just a half verse too long. We should have ended it. Thus says the Lord God, whether they hear or refuse to hear. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle D, Song of the Wilderness. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. They shall see the glory of God, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weary hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to the anxious, be strong, do not fear. Here is your God coming with judgment to save you. Then shall the eyes of the blind be opened, and the ears of the deaf be unstopped. Then shall the lame leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless sing for joy. For waters shall break forth in the wilderness, and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground springs of water. The ransomed of God shall return with singing, with everlasting joy upon their heads. Joy and gladness shall be theirs, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts chapter 10, verses 34 through 44. Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears her and does what is right is acceptable to her. You know the message she sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. That message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee, after the baptism that John announced how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses to all that he did both in Judea and in Jerusalem. 
They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and allowed him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who were chosen by God as witnesses and who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one ordained by God as the judge of the living and of the dead. All the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who had heard the word. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. I believe in God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, her only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Mother in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy thy queendom come, thy will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use Suffrages Set B, found on page 98 of the Book of Common Prayer. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them, now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life, and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God in heaven, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
God in heaven, who at the baptism of Jesus in the river Jordan proclaimed him your beloved son and appointed him with the Holy Spirit, grant that all who are baptized into his name may keep the covenant they have made and boldly confess him as God and Savior, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness. To us and to all whom you have made, we bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our God, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Forgive me, folks, I got a little bit out of order here. Um, Let us speak briefly on our readings today. In Psalm 66, um, we are reminded of God's greatness and that God provides our overwatch, that God is looking over us all the time, that there is nothing that's going on that, that God does not see. And we're reminded that in verse 10, God tries us as silver is tried. And I think that it's, it's a good point to remember that God does not, um, here's what I think. God doesn't make the fire in which the silver is refined, but God uses the fire to refine the silver. And there are many ways of expressing this. Um, you know that God does not personally entrap us, but God uses the trials to strengthen us and to evolve us into the people that we are meant to be. Um, God sifts us. Like if we take the sum of all that we are and have been, God sifts us and lets fall away that which is not of our true nature, of how God made us to be. And sometimes this process is, is beautiful and a relief. You know, you guys have heard me talk before about how it feels like we come through life and we kind of get burdened with all of the crap that 
that is put upon us and God cracks that, that layer of hardened shell and it falls away and we are revealed as our, as our beautiful selves, as God created us to be. Sometimes that really hurts. Sometimes the gunk is deeply embedded and it, it needs, like the, the wound needs to bright it is, is the way we've talked about it before. But trust God in this, friends, that no matter what the process looks like, God wants only good for you and God is with you through all of it. As verse 12 says, we went through fire and through water. Like we burn and we drown, yet you have brought us out to a spacious place. Yet we do come through it and we come through to the openness and the relief of relationship with God. And we're reminded in the last verses of the psalm that our responsibility is to tell everything that God has done for us. And sometimes we need to tell it to ourselves. Sometimes we need to remember. We talked, um, I think it was last week, maybe it was the week before, about the Israelites making the monuments to remember the miracles that God had worked for them, you know, the, like the little cairns of stones and, and naming the places. Whatever, let, I guess if, if, I'm, if I might, um, take it as you will, take it or leave it, I would give you, give us a homework assignment to commemorate the miracles that God has worked in our lives, the times that God has come through for us, those times that we have been acutely aware of both God's presence and also God's love, like God's loving presence. And spend some time in self-reflection to think about what the best way for you to remember those, to you, for you to hold on to those miracles that God has worked in your life um, is, is that, is that building a rock monument? Is it writing a poem? Is it a journal entry? What does that look like for you? And then do that thing. Remember God's miracles, God's love. For God does love us and God continues to bless us and we will keep going, keep striving, keep trying, keep resting in God's love. Just keep going until all the ends of the earth revere God. I think, personally, I think that that's the key, that, that God is not going to stop until God's love is not just known of, like, intellectually throughout the earth, which in and of itself is a huge thing, but until God's love is truly known in the deepest and inmost being of every bit of creation. For we were created in and for God. And though we might have forgotten, though it might have gotten clouded, 
that is the truth. That is the truth of love, that we are God's, that God's love is never-ending. And whatever it takes for us to truly know that in our inmost beings, whatever it takes, you know, as the, as the Father said, I believe, help my unbelief. Whatever it takes for, for belief and knowledge of God and God's truth to truly seep into us, God will not stop until we are there. God isn't going to leave any one of us behind. No one is forgotten. No one is too small. No one is beyond help. I think um, our Hebrew scripture reading is really interesting in that, you know, um, God says to Ezekiel to go and speak God's words to Israel. And he says twice. And whenever things are repeated, I think they must be extra important. You're not sent to a people of obscure speech and difficult language, but to the house of Israel. And and this is so interesting. God says that if she sent Ezekiel to an unknown people, people of obscure speech and difficult language, a people with whom communication would be, we would think, at its most difficult, they would listen. But Israel would not listen. And we, we see this message repeatedly in the Bible um, with respect to Jesus as well that they didn't listen to Jesus in Jesus' own hometown. The people that one would expect to know him the most. And, and you think, like, you grew up alongside Jesus. Of, of course, you would, you would be aware of the message. There's, there's like a blockage there. And it, it's referred to here as, as having hard foreheads and stubborn hearts. But but then God reminds the prophet, don't be afraid. I've given you what you need. Don't be dismayed. May we as Ezekiel receive God's words in our hearts and hear with our ears and then go and speak to our peoples whether or not they hear or refuse to hear. That is profound to me today because there are many times lately that I have kept my mouth shut because I feel that my words would fall on deaf ears. And this is a reminder that we, when we are called by God, and that's a really important qualifier, when we are called by God, we speak whether or not there are ears to hear. Now, I really honestly believe that we ask the Holy Spirit and we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit to speak the Holy Spirit's words. And that we ask for the Holy Spirit to translate for us. But we're speaking, we're talking here about people who, who theoretically speak our language, who, with whom translation is not the issue. The issue is whether or not they have a willingness to hear. 
And so I think with grace and mercy and abundant love, when called to do so, we must speak the words of the Holy Spirit. We must speak truth with grace and love, whether or not there are ears to hear. And I hope that we can go deep into our discerning relationship with God today and to know where God is calling us to speak. And I think one thing that helps us know is God never calls us to speak words of hurt or hate. Never. God's words are always words of love. They might be hard to hear. They might be unreceived, but they are always words of truth and love. They are always words intended to heal and illuminate. God's words are never intended to wound. Sometimes the healing hurts, but that is so different than speaking words of hate or hurt. And I hope that that distinction is clear. And if it's not, let's spend some time with God, asking for God to make it clear. Amen. Our New Testament reading reminds us that although some are called to go to specific peoples, just like Ezekiel was called to speak to Israel, God shows no partiality. God is for every nation. And we are commanded to preach and to testify God's message of peace, God's message of love, God's message of resurrection, to testify that God is the one ordained, that Jesus is ordained by God as the judge of the living and the dead. We are made righteous in Christ, brothers and sisters, and let no one dissuade us from that. I had such an encouraging message from a dear friend of mine the other day. who spoke of his unconditional love for me and reminded me that I am who I am in Christ. And when I affirm that, the powers of darkness flee. Friends, this world tries to beat us down. The enemy speaks through all kinds of mediums and and naysayers, that wounding messages come from all directions, even those who are, quote, supposed to be godly and affirming. And just hold that up. Hold that up against what Christ says of you, that you are beloved and holy. And do not accept the evil message. Do not accept the ugliness that the world tries to speak into your heart. Accept God's truth. Hold on to that. Anchor yourselves in it. And be not overcome by the darkness. Verse 44, 
While Peter was still speaking, the Holy Spirit fell upon all who heard the word. May the words that we speak be of the Holy Spirit, and may the Holy Spirit fall upon all of us. In reading the scriptures, in speaking with each other, may we speak and receive the Holy Spirit. May the Holy Spirit fall upon all of us. May the Holy Spirit be received through the word and message of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for being here with me today, friends, and for, for bearing with me as I fumble through. I know that I am more loquacious and less clear lately, and I just thank you for bearing with me in this season and for trying out this new format with me. I thank you for that as well. Let's close um, with a prayer of St. Christum on page 102. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear, for our Creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.